Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Hey guys, happy Friday. And also to you, it is right, it is to, right to give praise to a Friday. Friday. Amen. Amen, they down. I'm trying to get clarification. On? Uh, that mm. yesterday, Tamara Last, um, who's a great listener of the show, she sent me mm-hmm. a message saying, did you know that six years ago, yesterday, yeah. was your goon sack? Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Our, yeah, and it uh, said Channel 7 showed it on the news as well as I had a flashback on the Facebook page. So did they show it as a flashback? Oh, they might. Surely not. No, we that's amazing. Oh. We're one of the today today in history of Brisbane flashback stories on Channel 7. <laughs> that's great. Uh, maybe not. Maybe she meant... What do we call it? Goon Lamore. Yes, because he uh, blew in it. Or oh, we were going to get him to blow on it, and we realised he's a recovered alcoholic. So yeah, that's right. He that. So he signed, he signed it. it. He, signed, he it. signed it, and it was so it was a. For those who don't know, if you're new listeners to the show, we built a raft made of goon sacks. Yes, and we um, floated it. Yeah, drove it across the Brisbane River. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we had. I remember the. Water police or what do you, marine yeah. safety or whatever, they gave yeah. a call mm-hmm. and was like, this is ridiculous. And we're like, what? And they're like, it's ridiculous that you don't have people helping you out. So we will be on board. Yeah. <laughs> we we were going to raw dog it. And they were like, no, we probably we were gonna should raw have some dog safety it? there. What's raw dog it? No safety nets. Just. Yeah. yeah. Just go for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why was that raw dog it? You don't. Is it like a, a sexual thing? Yes. Yeah. It's just what the kids are saying is these it? days. No one's saying it. That's what you flick used to through say. TikTok enough. You learn a few things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that what was is a day. So you do them while you then, flick through these. Then things. remember when we tried to bring it back? We um, did bring it back. We did a competition. In the pool. Oh, that's right. We, we did a, a pool, we yeah. did a race in a pool. Mm. That's right. There was a storm coming uh, or something, and then the storm didn't come. Oh, it was just a classic. Let's do something again. Water down idea. Mm. You know, but um, sounds like a trigger. Yeah. yeah. Channel 7 flashback Green <laughs> Remember it also sat at the... Um, in yes, because we used to Maritime do it. Museum. Yeah. It sat there for like 12 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we walked past it every mm. time. Mm-hmm. We should actually, for those who are new podcasters, we should put together a Green podcast special. Not even that. I just feel like we should go, hey, if you miss the last seven years. Mm. You know what I mean? I would just put it all together mm-hmm. in 30 seconds. A little catch up. Should yeah. call it Stab Abby and Matt's Remembering Project. Oh, like, uh, pre- <laughs> previously <laughs> on Stab Abby and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That was fun. Or what Ash used to say used to be co- used to be fun. That's what she said about me, remember? What did she say? She said used to be fun. Did you say to Abby she used to be fun? Oh, she's oh, coming in for this, oh, not even oh, talking oh. through from the booth. Rock row. Um, so Abby was telling me all these stories about like back in the day, I used to be yeah. so loose and go out and party and I'd come in and, and I'd be hungover and no, <laughs> but, um, and then you're like, now I'm just boring. And I, I don't think I led you into that conversation of <laughs> I used to be boring. Do you know what she also said to me, which is why I'm on a fitness thing now. Mm-hmm. She said that she was talking to someone, right. Or mm-hmm. a friend or whatever. And they're like, oh, and you work with Abby. She's hell into fitness, isn't she? And I was like, No. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> she was like, oh, Abby comes out and does a workout. And I'm like, uh, is this the Abby I know? And I was like, Ash, what? Like, yeah, she said, she's like, I'm a huge fan of like this show. Um, I've been listening for ages. It's so cool that Abby does like a really intense workout before the show every single day. Mm. And, and I was Ash like, was like, no, she I doesn't. Uh, and she's like, isn't she into fitness? And you're like, no, not at all. Fitness burger in her mouth. <laughs> uh, I go three stages. So now I've got to go back on the fitness thing to prove Ash wrong over here. 
Oh, well, I'm glad I could be your inspiration. Yeah. You haven't. What? Gone back yet. She has. Oh, she has. You were the personal trainer yesterday, weren't you? What are you doing with him, though? (laughs) Ooh, she's going to be into fitting this fist in his face in a minute. (laughs) Aren't you you brought her over him? I don't know if I can go over um, we don't have to talk like Elvis Presley. Aren't you, breaking, uh, aren't you breaking up with him? Yeah, because I can't afford it, but I'm mm. still going back into fitness. Okay. Oh, God. Supportive. Good for you. I didn't have to suck in at the photo yesterday. I wasn't sucking oh. in. You said, I need to suck in my belly, quote. <laughs> that was just between me and her. Yeah, well, you're bringing everything out in the open now, so I didn't have to suck in. <laughs> yeah, I can't lose my um, gut from Christmas. <laughs> no wonder you're throwing shade at me. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just the way the sun's hitting me. <laughs> I'm like a sundial over here. Oh, it's 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. <sighs> Haven't seen him for a while either. I hope he's doing all right. <laughs> Midnight. If I break up with the trainer, you could probably pick him up. <laughs> it sounds too expensive, to be fair. <laughs> no, it's because work cover was paying for it. Yeah. And now I have to pay for it. I'm like... They are expensive. Fair enough. And I know it's their job, but I was like... I mean, really, it's someone that... Just stands around and tells you to do things that yeah. you don't want to do that technically you could do without them telling you, but That's you true. do it better when they're there and then 100%. you hate them and then you pay them after. hundred percent. Sounds like every up. manager of every industry ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times though. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we might get into the podcast mm-hmm. before everyone breaks up with each other. <laughs> uh, here we go. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. And we're going to give you a chance here. Um, to get a new cult member into your cult, mm. right? And this is the, one of the most common cults the world can see right now, mm. and that is the water bottle. My, you, don't, my, you don't like the water bottles, do you? Ugh, I just have a house full of them. Mm. Even my six-year-old yeah. wants a Frank Green water bottle for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And how many did you get her? Ah, well, whatever she wants. But My friend was like, yes, I managed to stop it until he, she was nine. Yeah. And then she wanted to get the one that's personally in. Yeah. In, yeah is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who, whoever made the water bottle popular again, it is simply just a drinking vessel. Yep. It's an absolute marketing genius. And well, especially when plastics came out as bad. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like the reusable like plastics mm. are not such. So you need to get a drink bottle. And but it's still like the very, the maximum maximum amount of water bottle you need, I would say, is two. No. See, I think, yeah. I know that you want to debate about this, but I think this is the dumbest thing ever, if I'm being honest with you. Oh. Because you look at any of them, and I just, I think, I look at them all and I go, you need heaps of the Frank Greens, because they're crap. Like mm. a Yeti, if mm. you get one of them, yeah, that's right. all you need in life. Because my Yeti, I tell happens. you what, like, mm, it, could, it could actually... The, the boys drop them and yeah. that's it. So we've got yeah. rid of all drink bottles except one Yeti each and it's the only drink bottle that has lasted. We've had ours for a year and a half like and I have vegans. to say it's really good. They're like yeah. vegans. We don't want you to be part of our home. Yeah. I don't but want you to do. be, Matt. Because you're not you re- a Yeti person. Tape, we didn't ask. No. no. You're no, the one that no. wants to talk about it so I'm talking about it and I don't want you to have a Yeti. You're not a Yeti man. <laughs> you're not a Yeti man. You're a Frank Green man. You know, I, and I get can, four of them. I can identify as whatever I want. But I was looking into this because I, yeah. I, it's been blowing my mind. It's crazy. You see all these teenage girls, yeah. they're all over TikTok. We see the women around here mm-hmm. walking around with their buckets with straws hanging out of them. Yep. And what it is, is it's very big in the Gen Z world, obviously. Mm. Therapists have said what it is, is the big water bottle yeah. is a transitional object. 
So the Gen Zers have had to give up their blankies <laughs> and their little cuddly schnugglies, yeah. and it's a bit creepy to have lots of teddy bears. Mm. So what they're saying is they're going from their blankies. Yeah. Now it's their emotional support, support security bottle. water bottle. No, right. it's just for hydration. Uh-huh. And we have to carry it around us at all times. Why? The because we're probably going to get dehydrated. Well, I'm just telling you what I do. <laughs> Here's what I want to do, right? If. If Stab and I were to purchase one of these, right? Because mm. you're clearly Club Yeti. If we were, what is the superior? Mm. Is it Yeti? Is it Frank Green? Or is it the latest one, which women have been killing each other over in targeted America, mm. and that is Stanley? Where did they come from? You know? We were, pretty, we were already struggling under the weight of Yeti and Frank Green, and then another straw on the camel's back, the Stanleys. Mm-hmm. And the Stanleys seem to me to come in their small, regular cement truck. They uh, all come. <laughs> I think all of them have different sizes now. Yeah. You're yeah. definitely yeah, Frank Green. You both are. I'm, I'm, I'm neither. Pretty, breakable, no <laughs> purpose. Colourful. Need to replace all the time. Australian owned. Is it? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Is it Yeti not Australian owned? No. Oh, well. Wow. They're American. <laughs> Are they? I think no, they're just, American. I think the, the reason I got these is because it's a bit more for tradies. So, like, Hubby has one because mm. he drops it all the time. Yeah. And the boys, for sports, it just keeps them cool. You don't yeah. even believe in them, though. Yeti. Mm. I do believe in Yetis now, Staff. Do you now? Yep, they're out there in if the wild. If it's that durable, go to the top of this building and drop oh, it. Oh, good one. Oh, that, that's, oh, I got water on the floor. Like <laughs> Maybe that's the next test. Do we yes. do we go to the top of a crane right. in West End, yeah. which we are looking at right now? No, a drop, plane. A plane. Drop, yes, yeah. we drop each water bottle mm-hmm. and say, now don't be ashamed, all right? 131060, sell us your water bottle. Mm. Convince us why your mortgage you took out was worth the drinking vessel that you have. Mine's not even that expensive, just letting you know. How much was that one? Uh, that one was, we got that one for $45, and it's lasted for that long. It's lasted for $45 worth, you think? How many Frank Greens do you have in your house? How many do I have personally? Yeah. None. Yeah, but how many are in the house? I'd say about 150. Yeah, we have one Yeti each, because that's all you need, so who wasted money now? They did. <laughs> <laughs> Who paid for them? But I think Ross is collecting them. That's the thing with yeah, the Gen Z's. It's they it want is. different colored the, lids. lids and they mix and match and yeah. stuff. And to the point, like I bought her like maybe two, and then I was like, "That's it. I'm not buying you anymore." But she saves up her money mm. and buys them herself. Right. And I'm like, "Where we, we don't need." Next these. thing you'll see her on the couch holding it, sucking her thumb. Mm. Just, you know, just yeah. like the blankie maybe times. I'll buy her a blankie. Sam and Thornton, what team are you on? And tell us why. Yeah, uh, Stanley, mate. Stanley all the way. Uh, I'm a tradie, a truck driver. I've been traffic controller, done many jobs that are like yeah, construction-based, and this thing has been through the wars. Uh, really? My Yeti lasted me two days. It had things, dents, everything, and I lost it two days after I bought it. So mm. Probably mugged because it was so good. Yeah, no. <laughs> so have you got one of those Stanleys with the straw? So it looks like a big the giant coffee cup? One. Nah, just a, yeah, just a big, it's uh, two and a half litres, I think. Yeah, right. Mm. In in their defence, I will say, their insulation properties are, all across the board, all three, are superb. Mm. 100%. Like you, yeah. My my, my, my got me like a, um, a hot one that I put like stews and like, yeah, mashed potato and just stroganoffs and stuff in. Mm-hmm. Do the lads, has it become so cultish that when you turn up on, on like a work site, and you've got a new one. Even the lads are like, oh, mate. And you sit, stand around and talk about your new water bottle. 
Nah, no. not really. <laughs> what do you think is happening out there in the world? That's just what I'm asking. Oh, my God. Look at you. you got the fresh one. I wanted Ooh, that one. Well I wanted done, that colour. That's the, that's the All question. All right, guys. We've got to go back and do the cement. The, All right. The people who I've seen with them, <laughs> that is how they act. Yeah. That's how I'm asking. Who I had though? a mate turn up with the big three-litre Yeti at a, at a barbecue on yeah. Australia Day. And everyone stood around it and talked about it for half an hour. Wow. <laughs> if Scott and his mates are talking about his Yeti on the the I'm, on the I'll, All website, I'm saying I, is what yeah, is okay, out there. Right. Is what is out there. Okay. All right. Well, Mel's in Kapalapa Bar. Mel, what team are you on? And sell it to us. Listen, I've tried the rest, and Yeti is the best. Oh, sing it, girlfriend. Hundred percent. Yeti is the best. Frank Green Din. Mm. And those little plastic straps that the, you hold it with, they snap off. Mm. They're constantly buying the new handles, mm. whereas the Yeti has a sturdy handle. It does, doesn't it? And we just we and need a tough water yeah. bottle, don't we? 100%. And you can get little sizes and big sizes and change all the lids depending on what you want. Mm. You can get your name engraved so no one can steal my bloody Yeti. Mm. 100%. Yeti is the best. Oh, can you get your name engraved on the Yetis as well? I think you can. I think you can do more of them, yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you know what I used to have at school? Mm. It was a Coleman. You know, the camping brand? Yeah. And like, it was because my mum was like, your name's on it. And I was like, they're not going to know that. It was engraved especially <laughs> yeah, at the factory. Yeah. At the factory. Bevan. <laughs> Hey, how are we today, guys? Good. Mate. You want to you want to uh, sell us your water bottle? No, look, I want to do the complete opposite. I think if you're spending any more than double digits of dollars on a water bottle, you're a bloody fool. Mm. Sing it, brother. It's, That's why you should get a Yeti because they're cheaper. Like, why does a water bottle? Why does a water bottle become a fashion statement? It's uh. just oh, it's got to co- color coordinate with your outfit and whatnot. Just water's free. Why do you need to pay for a receptacle for it? Good use of the Do you know what, Bevan? That's actually a good point. I reckon we're going to see him on the catwalk and it will be like colour coordinated to yeah, the yeah, outfit. Yeah, see at the Met Gala. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Correct. They're saying that they're like um, security blankets. You know how babies have like their little cuddly blankets? They say that's what they've become. Oh, goodness me. Is that why they come in a little sippy cup? It's an adult it sippy cup. It is a sippy well, cup. Well, our socials, 33% <laughs> said freight green. Uh-huh. Fifty-one percent prefer Yeti, and sixteen percent say Stanley. There we go. One hundred percent need to grow up. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt, the B one hundred and five breakfast show. Well, hello, women of Brisbane. It seems sanity has prevailed, and you're all going back into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm gonna get murdered. <laughs> Hey, Ash and I, producer Ash, we uh, like to send little memes to each other. We've got a very good relationship on um, Instagram where you're like my top sharer. And one thing that we've been sharing recently is trad wives. And oh, we laugh and laugh. And that is that there is a trend now where people are like, I don't want to work. Wait a minute, what are we doing? Why do we fight for women's rights? No, no, no. We want to give up our rights and we want to go back to being a traditional wife. So 1950s mm. rules, 1940s rules, and they have named themselves because it doesn't exist unless you have a cute name for TikTok. Mm. Trad wife. Right. Traditional wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this one girl is epic, isn't she? There's a few of them different that was like, uh, she's 25, and I was like, oh, good one, cute. Um, but they they all they will dress as 1950s housewives, and cool. they all wear bright red well, they lipstick. they were married then, probably had two kids by the time they yeah. were 25 back in those True. days. Well, yeah. this this girl does, and then she'll talk about how to um, attract a man, and, you know, a man needs to be a provider. So she's like, I don't want anything to do with finances. All day I cook and I clean, and my happiness is when he has a meal on the table. Mm-hmm. This is one of them talking. Don't tell the feminists 
but I would rather stay home and cook and clean. I love to cook and clean. Just, just don't tell the feminists. I love to do it, and I love to do it for a man. I do. However, not outside of marriage. Absolutely not. That sounds like hell. This cooking and cleaning thing isn't bad. Like, I just don't understand why women wanted to work. Man that provides for you, you don't have to worry about anything, no bills. I will cook and clean all day. Is this what we fought for as women? <laughs> she's cutting up onion. She can't stop. And she's also crying, which is a little bit like, mm, okay, cool. Maybe cut up something for the V. But each of their own. I like. I don't care. Like, I still feel like I would want to not work. Mm -hmm. But this is what I think we're confused about. I think a lot of women, if you ask, and I have asked just for a snapshot around the office, yeah. just to get mm -hmm. people's taste, would they actually want it? And I think we're a little bit confused and can't get our head around what a trad wife would be. Because these, these girls, yeah. they don't work, they stay at home, and they cook and they clean, and their main focus mm. is their husband. Yeah. So this is what I was like, would you want to be yeah. a traditional wife? Would you be okay with being a professional wife? It doesn't sound that great, but then you think about what it entails. What does it entail? Staying home, eating, cooking, yeah. lounging. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all for it. I would just go to the gym. I'd go to Pilates. I know, but coffee. it's not about you. You've got to get ready for him coming home. Does it have to be about him? Gosh. <laughs> See, I am all for the feminist movement of women have the same rights, we should be working, we should have career goals, we should have aspirations. But to be fair, if someone did want to keep me as a kept woman and I had all the money in the world to spend, I'd do whatever they wanted. But I'm not going to be pushing that narrative onto other people. What do you reckon your day would entail? Probably getting up, going to the gym. I'd make... No, 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 but it's about him. It's about him? Oh... Okay, no, I'd want to be making sure it was about me. Like, give me all the money and I'll make sure I treat myself, not you. I'd have, like, a, a cleaner. No, 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 I'd have a... you've got to clean. Nah, nah, nah. Yes. I could be a kept woman. Sugar daddy I can go for, but not a trad wife, so what no. you're saying is you want to be exactly as you are now, but someone paying you money. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear? Because I think it's f***ing bullshit. <laughs> Do you think you'd be able to be a traditional wife and cook and clean for your husband? No, never. I don't even cook and clean for myself properly, so I don't want to do it for someone else. Why are we going back in time? This is making me mad. I actually love to cook, so I would love to show that off to my man and cook for him. I so think, you feel happy when he's got a nice meal? Yeah, I do. I like, because he just raves on about my cooking and I, it's like a, a an ego boost for me when he loves what I cook for him. So I would only enjoy that bit. I think cleaning should be shared equally. What do you think about traditional 1950s housewives? Where do you get them? Can I order one online? <laughs> for you to be one. <laughs> Look, I'm all for everybody doing their own thing, but nah, it's not for me. So, men, good luck trying to find one because I think we just think, yeah, we want the money. So we can outsource. That's what I love. <laughs> I want to be who I want to be, but I'll also let you pay for all of it. Who um, wouldn't? You'd do the same. Can we also point you out? You wouldn't want to cook and clean, but you'd still want someone to pay. But while, while all this is happening at yeah. home, we're not at a fun park, you know. We're out working all day what? for a living. Well, it just made it sound like we weren't doing anything and then coming home and the house is spotless and the food's mm. on the table and rah, rah. That's mm. because you know, it's, it's still 50-50 in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm for it. You down with it? Yeah. Go yeah. and tell Kat. You do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. We had an outing yesterday, didn't we? And it we struck did. me that it's been a while since we've had anything to go to together. It was well, nice. a lot of the uh, the TV networks haven't had events and mm. Channel 7 had their upfronts, which is when they're showing all the shows that they're going to have. And it was really, that's even they made a comment of it. We never do it anymore. It was yeah. exciting. And then I realised it's 13 year of you and I going to events that's together. That's right. Well, what were those drinks called? But they were lovely. 
What were they? The um, colourful ones. Anyway, they were a delight. The red one. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> it's got a name. You don't get out much, do you, Chad? <laughs> no, it wasn't a mimosa. It was something. What were they called? You were there. Oh, you know, the drinks are quite fashionable at the moment. Red, oh. they're kind of like a bit bitter. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, Aperol yeah. Spritz. Aperol That's Spritz. The one. Yeah. It was lovely. What, <laughs> what are these things that called? And they had a little mint in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh and it was good to see a lot of people. Uh, we saw. It was. Um, do you know what was really nice about it? I've got to get yeah. back to it. Sev went to the bar, right? Mm, yeah. didn't, I didn't ask him to go to the bar. Yeah. And he came back and he had one for him, right? And he gave me a champagne. And I was like, mate, you just know me so well. Well, I knew you were driving, so the other ones weren't going to be too much, and you don't really like those things. You no, like champagne. I know. I was mm. like, oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Side note. I pay attention. It's exciting when someone knows what you drink. What you drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we saw a lot of old friends that we've worked with in the past, which mm-hmm. was lovely. Uh, and uh, Chris Brown was there. He was a delight as well. And, Did uh, he do a few songs? <laughs> no, yeah. the other one, obviously. Dr. Chris Brown. Uh, and, He's um, always better looking in real life. Yeah, that's true. We're in the TV, puts a couple of kegs on him. And you know what I noticed too? Because it was hot as in there, and he's a big dude. He wasn't sweaty. He was when he came in and then he stood by an aircon before uh, he went up. Uh, yeah. Classy. Well yeah. done. And one of our favourites was there, the lovely Liz Cantor, who we chatted to just last week about the lotto as well. Yes. And um, she came over and, and said hello, and she said she used to be a Suzuki ambassador. Same as Stav, if Same you don't know. Same as me. Uh, I am also a Suzuki ambassador. Great cars. And she came over and she goes, are you still with Suzuki? And I said, yes, I am. It's going well. I've got, you know, don't mind. And I, I miss you at events because when we'd have a Suzuki event, at least I had Liz to talk to. Yeah. Uh, and Get along then, really well. Yeah. Um, go way back. Knows from years ago. And then uh, ended that conversation. Chat, chat, chat. Da, da, da. Saw Kip from um, wherever he is now. And He's at Kiss. <laughs> Kiss. 97.3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, saw Kip and uh, we were just chatting away. And then Kip said um, that he was chatting to Liz Cantor. And Liz Cantor joins us now. The lovely Liz Cantor. Morning, Liz. How are you? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> what was the first question you asked Kip when you saw him at the Channel 7 launch? Okay, red flag. When there's major celebrities in the house and you're calling me to catch up the next day, I've done something wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally put my foot in my mouth. And um, when Kip arrived, I was like, ah, oh, are you still with Suzuki? <laughs> oh, the other guy on radio with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can only, he was doing some things for Channel 7 for a little while, so mm-hmm. I used to encounter him all the time, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if I can mm-hmm. use that as an excuse, uh-huh. or mm-hmm. do I throw back and blame the one-year-old daughter who had gastro in my house? No, oh, you, got, you throw in oh, everything. <laughs> People often get you <laughs> confused thing, with Kip. I'm just surprised that, like, Liz did. Did you think it was obviously, when you first saw Kip, you obviously thought it was Stab. At what point did you realise it wasn't when you looked over and you thought, oh, no, that one was Stab? <laughs> Stab's much better dressed. Oh, when he oh here we go. In, She's showing you the compliments. I, I went, oh, no. <laughs> Why? How, how badly was Kip dressed? <laughs> oh, that's just being cruel to Stab. Yeah. yeah. So did the, Kip the, obviously really... shirt on. Yeah. The best thing about... about... Not sweating. Yeah, true. How, how did you pull that off in that shirt, Stab? It, it was... Uh, compliment, it's, um, compliment, it's, compliment. It's knitted cotton, so it actually was just soaking into the material. Oh, clever. <laughs> like a sponge, yeah. Did Kip realise that Liz got it wrong? Because he came up to you and said, wait a minute. Well, this was the best part about it, Liz, because he, he was taken aback for a second. He's like, and he said to me, he was like... Was I a Suzuki ambassador? I don't remember. Have I been to the... I don't. So he's like, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> um, no, he just owned it with me. He was like, yeah, I haven't seen you in ages. Oh. I was like, mate, you weren't part of the family. 
But it happens. Me up. It happens all the time, apparently. So, guess who's going shoplifting this afternoon? <laughs> Brilliant idea. Mm. Anyway, I really as, think the conversation um, we should be having is with our marketing department, saying, "Guys, I think we have an issue here." <laughs> our time together was very special, Stav, and I haven't forgotten you, and I miss you. And yes, Suzuki great cars just can't fit three kids across the back, unfortunately. Perfect. <laughs> that's un- that's understandable. That's understandable. Kip would understand too. I reckon you're both going grey together. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? That well, I feel like you mm. both. There's the other. There's the other he's thing. He's way of, more grey. Okay. But, Shout out to Kip. Do love him. Um, he also has a full beard. Yeah, but you. Oh yeah. I can't do that. Mm. Hmm. One day. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> good on you, Liz. Thanks for coming along, guys. And um, yeah, good luck chasing those those big names that were there yesterday. Thanks. <laughs> we got the one we wanted. Thanks, darling. <laughs> Bye. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Police Commissioner Katarina Carroll has asked for the government to revisit the trial of GPS trackers for teens. Who are criminals that are out on bail? I'm just surprised because I thought it was a given. Because we know that monitoring bracelets have been used for adults and I guess to various degrees of success. Mm. The whole thing is that they were saying that they don't know where to put these teens that commit crimes. That's why they're putting them back on bail with their families. In so many situations, that is not working. No, Whether the families offend. can't um, control them or whatever the situation is, yep. it's not working. So the whole thing of monitoring bracelets is to know where they are yep. at and what time. And to keep them in at night as well. So I can't yep. see what the, the issue, issue is. I know with certain situations that have happened, they're not going to be banned from maybe shopping centres and mm. it was 7pm at night, you know, when a lot of them are out. So I guess would that help? But at the same time... If anything happens, you know where they are. Yeah. I guess uh, the psychology around it may also be that if you, mm. they're less likely to commit crimes, you would hope because they know that people would know where the, they the, were. They'd be at the mm. You know what the I mean? Crime. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, bang, turn yeah, on the computer. All these people were there. Yeah. We, we know who it is. We've had uh, no people that have had them and the police do come and visit because I think they had, uh, maybe curfews are different for everyone, but this was at 10 p.m. So the police came because they weren't at that location mm-hmm. and then they need to find out where and, you know, I guess why, why they're not there. So I don't know how many warnings they get. Last time I was uh, down the coast playing around a golf with a mate, one of the other uh, guys playing had an ankle bracelet on and I, had a, I did have a think of like, if they don't know he's at a golf course. It just must look like he's doing a crazy-ass walk. <laughs> he's going over to the left. I don't think they check all the time, right. isn't it? No, I it's think they, just... they check. If, it's like um, security cameras. They're filming all the time, but they don't, there's not so this, someone there. I heard that the reason they don't do it is because it's so expensive because it's not the police that track them. It's an outside company. Oh, right. Mm. Which I guess you would expect the police have got other things to do. But then because of that, it's so expensive, so they didn't do it. Maybe that's a myth. But, but then you also hear it and you think, well, couldn't they give them a, a phone, like when, a special phone? No, they've always got their iPhone on That's it. That's what just, I mean. Just log in to find my iPhone. Mm. Give them find to me. I've are. got Find My Friends. I track yeah. everyone. I don't know. Where you went yesterday, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> don't check it. You'll realise just how boring I am. <laughs> but if people are... You know, people go, oh, it's a privacy thing. Yeah, but... You, You've committed no. a crime. Yeah. You're out on parole. Yay, yay, yay. Happy that you're out on parole as opposed to being in jail. I feel like you lose a lot of rights when you commit a crime. Yeah, 100%. Should we not go back for that? Mm. Look, what you're saying makes sense. Which but... is why no one will listen. Mm. Mm. I, I want to know from people that have had a monitoring bracelet, 
is that stupid to think that youth would be able to use it? Like, what, do you have to charge it at night? Yeah. Do they ever call you if mm-hmm. you're not at that location? Mm-hmm. They'd just cut them off, wouldn't they? And then... But, but then I think that, they go they off if they, if they, if they, they cut them cut. off. Questions like that. Do they go off? If Can you, you take them off to shower then? You don't need to take them off you to shower. You would hope they've made them waterproof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. He's having a really yeah. long shower. And do they have to go on your ankle? Can you wear them as a watch if you wanted to? See, we have so many questions. I don't think... They always either. put them on the ankle, don't they? Yeah, well, they're Well, that because they're called ankle bracelets. Otherwise, but, it'd just be a cool wristband. I, That's what I'm saying. Like, why could you... I think they think it's a bit more subtle. Or do you want to have it as a dog collar? You can do what you want with it, I guess. Mm. Make it a nipple ring. So <laughs> totally up to you. But then, do you... And the same thing is with charging... Do you can you do you have to sit beside a uh, PowerPoint to charge it? Well, that's what I think. Do you take it off to charge it mm. at night? But it's in the location that you're at. But if you take it off, doesn't an alarm go off and they get notified? I think so. I don't know. Who knows? Um, your partner has one. Um, he did. It's actually just been removed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, without we don't want to talk about the details of the crime because I'm sure that yep. he's learned his lesson. Yeah. But just to ask about Definitely. the specifics for whether this is able to be used for um, teens, how do you actually charge it? Do you take it off? No, absolutely not. There's no way of getting it off. And if you even fiddle with it, their little senses go off and uh-huh. they'll turn up pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. So, you've, and it's you've got actually to like, it's actually super tight too, to the uh-huh. point where it's got a big square box that sits right on your ankle. And like maybe for the first month or so, you'll be severely bruised. Oh, like wow. they don't leave much space for movement whatsoever. I guess if you had any space there, you could put like a knife down. Yeah. And when, yeah. Was there an issue? Did it ever go off and police arrived? Um, yes. Yeah. So sometimes the, the tracking did malfunction and someone would turn up. Mm. Or if you were out and about and they're like, whoa, whoa what's going on? What have you done? We're like, oh, nothing. Um, and if it goes flat, they're really good. They'll call you and they'll say, can you see a little red flashing light on there? You need to get it charged ASAP. So if you're out for the day. Yeah. You have to go home straight away or find a cord and plug it in and charge it. Wow. So most of the time, we he plugged it in at night time when he's in bed. Hmm. Who called you? Was it police or was it an outside no. tracking company? Outside tracking company. Because wow. that's what I've heard about why it's so expensive to use mm. them because I guess it's outsourced. Well, we don't have enough but police resources idea. for yeah. other stuff, let alone that. Yeah. Do you, you know? think it should be used for youth who have um, committed crimes and out on bail? One hundred and ten percent. Like it does nothing to them. Like it just monitors them. So yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, anonymous. And they did the crime, as you said. So they yeah. should pop whatever's yeah. given to them if they want out on bail. Yeah. Was it also difficult? Um, people looking. Like, did people stare at it a lot when you'd be out with Most your partner? Definitely. Mm. That was to start with. It was really confronting. Everyone was always staring, and it wasn't winter or anything. Like so. It's Summer, you're in shorts, yeah. dandles, whatever. Like, yeah. like everyone stares, and you see them pointing. Especially children, they're very, mm-hmm. <laughs> they got no filters. They yeah. just ask what it is. Mm. Which is, in a way, again, uh, a way to stop them from reoffending as well. The shame of that, people, and people are watching them, everything they do. Yeah. Well, you do if you see something. You're, of course, you just want to know maybe what's happened. Yeah. You know, mm. you want to go yeah. give it the backstory. Bill, GPS trackers. You had to wear one. Uh, yeah, sure did. And do you think the youth should be wearing these if they've committed yeah, crimes? Sure. Yeah, sure do. Yeah. yeah. So what was your curfew for them? Uh, 9 a.m. Uh, 9 p.m. Oh. And what time could you leave in the morning? Or uh, I was pretty sure it wasn't before um, 6 a.m. 
Yeah, yeah 6 or 7 a.m., yeah, if I remember correctly. It was five years ago now that I had mine. Was there any areas that you couldn't go to? Is that possible? Like if like out of range? Kind well, of I'm thing, just or? saying, if shopping centres are an issue, you know, mm. and it's not the shopping centre's fault, but they're like, we want to keep these people away. Like, were there certain, certain areas that you could be banned from? No, no, there was no areas for myself. Um, I know some people do have it. I was actually, when I first got out in a halfway house, so they... Uh, I live with a few people that actually just cut them, cut them off. Right, and then, but then they, they come. Yeah, wow. Can, how old? They come knocking off at all. Yeah. How old were you when you had it, Bill? If you don't um, mind me asking. 38, 37. 38, okay, so you're a bit older. Do you, as someone who, you know, you've you've said you've been in the halfway house, you've you've been in prison and then had they, this, do you think it will help? Uh, not necessarily. Um, to be honest, it, it just about monitoring where they are and saying, you know, it, it'd be easier to pro- prosecute them. Yeah. But it, the crimes they're committing, they don't care. So it's, to be honest, it, you're spending money just to help the prosecution, really, because they don't care. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, there's several people that, you know, want to go back on the strand and narrow and everything, but that's that's not the people that are worried about putting them on. The people that are worried about putting them on are the ones that are going to cut them off or... Yeah, that's a good point. Or commit another crime and they don't care like mm. you know you know they're pretty bolsome so yeah do it in front of anyone sort of thing so but i guess if that's but the you case can, you so go, you, you, gonna... yeah you can go swimming with them everything i went swimming in the ocean the beach the okay. yeah the the pool and my my device was uh actually you you had like a like a battery pack you put that on after you charge that yeah oh. and as the last guest said yeah they'll call you i was uh running late getting home one night because i'm the bus never came. Yeah. I, yeah, so I made a point of bringing them first. Oh, well done. And, yep. And, yeah, I actually got in trouble from the pro office still for being five minutes late. And I said, look, I rang. I, I you know, I, you know, out of prison. It's not like I could afford a taxi or Uber or anything. Mm, I, yeah. 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 But it obviously worked for you, though, Bill. Like, I know that you were saying that you wanted to get on the straight and narrow and stuff, but it made you accountable, right? Yeah, it did. But the, the worst thing is that the last crime I actually went on, on and I... I didn't actually commit. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Who knows? Look, it can't hurt. If if they're the person that's not willing to wear it, Mm, then don't let them out on parole. Yeah, that's another good point. Like, shouldn't it just be an automatic, Mm. you ruin your chance, you're back in? You're done. Mm. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. amazing peaceful protest that's happening this morning it's called freedom of peach event and if i wasn't here working with you guys i would be down there because oh, yeah. i think it is going to be amazing and it's all there is still time for you to get in your car and go now <laughs> is we, there? We, yeah. would, we would not stop you i think it's just the rain but anyway let's moving on so what happened uh, earlier on this week is a guy called ian an amazing man who's done a lot for uh, the good of the gold coast because mm. he's volunteer of the year back in 2022 but unfortunately he said remarks that probably are a little bit outdated talking about the g-string bikini and the fact that women should not wear it on the beach this is ridiculous it's not we don't need it i think it's demeaning to themselves to be honest you know you don't need to flash everything i don't think it's necessary young kids don't need to be saying why can't i see that lady's bottom so bar body and swim founder rebecca bask has organized this freedom of peach which is exactly what you think it is rebecca what are people doing this morning Oh, thanks for having us on. Well, we're all coming down to rally around and really make noise about, one, his comments, and two, just let's celebrate the Gold Coast because it is all about having the freedom of peach. 
We've got such a vibrant beach culture here, and that's what we should be celebrating. But I think most of all, what it's done is highlight some bigger conversations that do need to be had around this entire topic. But let's not take away from all the great things that Ian's done, but that backwards-thinking approach was never going to move us forward with the peach. Because I, I hear those comments and I go, well, that's never going to happen, and it seems a little bit... You know, it's always uncomfortable when you have an older man, or anyone really, telling women how they should dress, because you don't get it for men. You just don't. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, you really shouldn't be wearing those singlets. They make your arms. Ooh, no. I only said that once. <laughs> Even yesterday, there was a young girl that got kicked out of a shopping centre in the Western Downs for wearing a midriff. Security kicked her out because they thought it was inappropriate. They've since apologised. But you're like, really? Is this happening? Look, we're not going to take away and deny that there needs to be some appropriate dress codes in potentially some of these shopping centres or on public transport. We don't deny that there's some valid points around that. But a bikini blanket ban was not going to solve this solution. So it does need to be also an element of education. Starts at the home. Let's start educating our young women. What's appropriate? And potentially getting your peaches out on the bus to give the poor guy behind you a, a heart attack, we don't want that by any means. <laughs> okay, so but we do want to keep our freedom of choice. Let's not forget where this conversation started. This conversation started around the children and how we need to protect them. But there's more elephants in the room here. If we didn't have some unfortunate circumstances where men are having the wrong thoughts, we wouldn't have to be protecting our children like that too. So it is a complex conversation that does need to be started. Let's keep the peaches on the beach. Come down, <laughs> rally with us today. Forget about the rain. I'm here now. It's starting to pass. It's just a typical Gold Coast summer morning. Now, it is a bit cheeky. Um, how many Good people are you thinking? Yeah, thank you very yeah, much yeah, for sitting on, that, sitting on it. Uh, how many people are you expecting? Look, I can't give you numbers. We are expecting quite a large turnout. Let's see if this rain does hold a few of them back. Don't worry about the hair, ladies. Don't worry about the humidity. <laughs> it's all about the peaches. It's all about the peaches. Yeah. Exactly. Millions of peaches. <laughs> peaches for me. I think they're very excited. They're supporting it. Just be free. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, I was sort of thinking the only thing this is really guaranteed, because personally I never really had a a G-string swimwear, but now I'm thinking about getting it just for the sole reason when someone tells you that you can't. He's a marketing ploy. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, Beck. Have you and Ian come together? Is he he your uncle? (laughs) It just makes more people want to do it, I guess, yeah. to go, oh, come okay, on. I'm going to do yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, I can supply you with one piece with cheeky buns as well, so it's kind of ticking both. The modesty belts with the cheekiness. That's <laughs> good for a mum. I like that. <laughs> it, exactly. is, um, it is going to be a lot of fun there today, and I think you are you are spreading a great message, and, and I do like what you said about women shouldn't have to change their behaviours because of the thoughts that men have. Men should be able to control themselves. Devil's advocate, for the people who ask that question of, is there an age? Do you think, as a, as a swimwear owner, is there an age of when the bum should begin yeah. to be bad? Yeah, look, I'm a mum. I've got an 11-year-old daughter. Do you think I want her prancing around in them? Absolutely not. And I think this, again, this education comes starts at home. 16, 17, 18, really needs to be have a conversation. Our girls are still so young, but yet they're also maturing faster than what we can control as well. So I don't think that it's warranted for me to go out and tell other mothers as to what age I think is appropriate. I think age appropriateness starts at the home as what they feel comfortable and what they're educated around. What that does it do with the perception of their safety and what that does do with how men may look at them 
And that's the deeper issue here that we need to educate the young women. Yeah, absolutely. But well I said. see my 11-year-old in them. I can guarantee it. If you want to get involved, it's happening at Karawa Beach, or you can check out the hashtag. It's Freedom of Peach. I was going to say, can <laughs> the can the fairy peaches turn up? Can men come along? Yeah, we've got we've got everybody coming down. Guess who we've also partnered with? Aussie Bums is supporting us too. So we've got some great reps from Aussie Bums coming down. Because we're not against the budgie smugglers. You don't see us women saying, ban the budgie. Oh, no. wait, 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 Beth. Don't ways. speak on my behalf. Come on. <laughs> now, I think that's even more provoking, right? Yeah. Well, good for you for having a crack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beck. Enjoy this morning. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Hey, it's producer Ash here, and we're taking a look back at the week that was with Stav, Abby and Matt. Right now, if you're a celebrity, you've got to be down under. Oh, my God, there's so many celebrities here right now. We've got 10 trips to give away to see Tay-Tay in Sydney. At the same time, Blink-182 is in Sydney. Yeah. Where are you? The same night. And Pink is here. Courtney Kardashian's here. Hollywood in Australia. But I was saying, I think we need to act a little bit more chilled. Like, as if if we're used to it. Because we're all like, ah! Of course we are, and you're allowed to be. But there is a big countdown in Sydney at the moment that has days until Taylor is here. So it's like 15 hours. Well, yeah, there'll be less now when I saw it, when I was watching it. And it's got minutes and Oh, we need to relax, do we? (laughs) (laughs) We all need to calm down. I'm going to act calm hectic, down. but everyone else around me needs to just chill a <laughs> bit, okay? Chill. Taylor Swift! We've all come down with a hard case of the Swifties, but Abby's been hit the hardest. The more we talk about things, the more I want to do it. Like, in the sense that I never used to be into Taylor Swift, now I feel like I'm this Taylor Swift obsession. Like, the more if I talk about something, the more I'm like, I want to do that. It's like I've got this fear of Well, you probably out. understand it more. The more you talk about it, the more you Yeah, get I really like Travis Kelsey. Trivia Turf War. Taylor in Kalengo representing the North. Good morning. Oh, it's Simone, sorry. Oh, sorry, Simone. What did I say? Did she say Taylor? Did I say Taylor? Taylor. Oh, my God. I can be Taylor. Did I say Taylor? You did say Taylor. Oh, someone's really So I'm a new Taylor Swift fan. Did I say Taylor? Yeah, you've, you've, you like really. Yeah, you've yeah, lost yeah, it. Yeah, you've lost it. Don't worry. It happened to me about your age, too. And did it? And it just slowly gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. You're welcome, My Taylor. name's Travis. His name's Kelsey. I, that's what <laughs> I thought. Hello, <laughs> my friends. You're calling everyone Taylor. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Um, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait for a few days, you'll become one. That's what that happened to me. <laughs> it snuck up on you. I didn't like her at all. And she's now not I keep, dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not dealing with it at all, but <laughs> yeah. she's very talented. You know what's cringe? Wallets. According to Gen Z, anyway. They're saying there is no reason why you need a wallet anymore. Except for if your phone goes flat. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now. What if there's a blackout? Then we rule. Mm. Okay, no worries. Matt <laughs> in Caboolture, we're looking for the oldest wallet. What do you got? I have a Dragon Ball Z wallet. Hot. A what? Dragon Ball Z anime cartoon where they fight for weeks <laughs> How long have you had it for? Uh, about two years. Oh, so it's a like, new one, really, not from back in the 90s. Yeah, it's Dragon Ball Z still cool, man. God, you're so out of touch with There's the... nothing wrong with being 38 <laughs> and having a Dragon Ball Z wallet. You stick your judgement back in. Sorry, Matt, that's cool. <laughs> My son's got a Billabong wallet. Oh, yes. All right. Okay, is it Velcro? It sure is. Oh, open it up for us. Here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> 
Cameron in Cleveland. You've got a very retro one. How old is your wallet and what is it? Now, I'm rocking a, a Billabong wallet and I've had about the same one for 16 years or so. Wow. wow. That's, oh yeah. That's that must epic. have been your first wallet. Yeah, it was. Wow. <laughs> Why haven't you updated it? Just no need. Why fix what isn't broken, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. no. <laughs> yeah, Cameron. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course we do. Yeah, Whip it out. You, you, want a, you want a slow one or a... A slow one, please. That's what I wanted. I did want a slow one before it was a bit too quick. All right, here we go. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. Oh. How much cash you got in? Got a fair bit of coinage and <laughs> a little bit of cu- couple of notes. <laughs> Unused condom? Oh, no. No. no it's not that nostalgic. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you, I like big butts and I cannot lie. There's a guy on the Gold Coast who's really cranky about women getting their butts out. Poor Ian. I feel sorry for Ian. Do you? Yeah, he's just an old man who's just saying his views and, you know, he shouldn't have. And nobody told him. Maybe <laughs> Ian, think that thought. Don't say it out loud on no. national TV. Because he's the one that said uh, he doesn't think that uh, G-string bikinis mm-hmm. should be allowed on the Gold Coast. I mean, I don't know what he thought about Meter Maids back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, and people are like, well, they're not wearing it to the shops. It's on the beach. Mm. On the beach. And I personally don't have problems with bums out. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't know. I don't bums know. out, bums out. I'm too sexy, too, too, too sexy. So we decided to do a little quiz to see if the boys could pick Abby's bum in a lineup. Right. Number one, describe it for me. Uh, very very large. voluptuous. Uh, Lizzo. Yeah. All right. Number two, if you don't recognise number two, that is Kim Kardashian. Oh, see, you know it. Number four, I reckon that's an Aussie bum. I reckon that you is. You recognise an Aussie bum? I reckon mm. that is closer than you might think, Matthew, and I think that is you. You reckon that's me? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. Am I right? Yeah, and mm. you know what? I reckon mm. number five's Ash, our producer. Oh, you think it's Ash? I reckon number five's me. <laughs> <laughs> If I had to guess. Have you worn those before? Not that I'd remember, but I've done a lot of things. Um, I can tell you the last one is yeah. not Ash. Right. It's Katy Perry. So that was a compliment. And the oh. other one is me. I took a selfie as I was on the phone to you, Maddie, and it was the hardest thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I knew it was an Aussie bum. I recognise the swimwear. Do you? Mm. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> For more fun times and behind-the-scenes action, head to the Listener app. Until next time, that's a wrap with Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Alpha Bikes on Monday, guys. It'll be the 12th of February. Um, here are your answers. Some of your answers are Goldfish, Greater and Gwen Stefani. No doubt getting back together. Yeah, for Coachella? Yeah. You're doing a performance of Coachella? Mm-hmm. They must have a new album coming out or something. That'll I be like the might. start of, yeah. of that. I loved No Doubt. Yeah, they were great. I mean, but then I do love No Doubt. They, they, they broke up and there was big infighting in the band. Mm, and, yeah. I went and saw No Doubt. She was brilliant. I big, saw at the at Big a, Day Out? I Did saw her at a Livid. Yeah, oh, I think it was a Big Day I thought it was a side gig as well. I don't know. But Maybe. I remember definitely going to see her because I was like, she does a lot of like sing to the crowd. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I have seen it even in flashbacks how amazing it was when you've just got like large groups and they're all guys going, I'm just a girl. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Right. Do you know what that song was written about? I'm Just a Girl? Uh, About a girl who was in captivity. (laughs) Well, they kept saying, like, what is it about? What is it about? And she's like, stop asking me. It is so literal. You know what it's about. The the song says what it's about, right? Yeah, Mm. but people are like, is there a hidden meaning? And she's like, literally, it was my dad always trying to protect me and not letting me go out. Mm. And I was just being, like, you know, sarcastic about it. That's it. That's it. Don't look into it. That's it. It essentially could be about men not listening Mm. um, because she does. Actually, say yeah. exactly but what's that. There? What's behind? What's that? behind it?
See you Monday, guys. Stab Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show.